Welcome to the Empower and Flow podcast. I am Francesca and I created this podcast for success-driven women who want to become truly empowered, tap into their feminine energy and get in flow so they can accelerate their growth. Get ready to get inspired and learn how to let go of the hassle of control, overwhelm and perfectionism so that you can embrace your natural feminine flow, reach your true potential and achieve your goals with more ease and fulfillment. Hello, my loves, and welcome to a new episode of the Empower and Flow podcast. It's been a while since I last recorded an episode, and especially a solo episode. I believe the the last two episodes were interviews with two amazing guests. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, uh, I really, really recommend that you do. I really encourage you to take some time um, to do that because we are talking about some really important topics. And also, I always make sure that we have the best guest. And these are people that I myself know and I asked them to come on the podcast because I know how good they are. So moving on, um, talking about today's episode, um, I am going to talk about cyclical living and the fact that women are not small men and why this, um, why this matters and why it's important that we talk about this and we create more awareness in general about this and also more awareness for ourselves around this topic. Um, Before I go and do so, um, I just wanted to um, give you a little bit of, you know, a context. So um, you can almost pretend that we're having a coffee or tea together. You can relax and enjoy this podcast episode so, so, so much. Um, So I am currently drinking some mint tea, um, which is kind of my favorite. If if you've been um, around my social media from the beginning, then you know that mint tea is my, peppermint tea in particular, is my absolute favorite infusion to drink. And I am, it's a, it's, I'm sitting at my dining table um, to record this and outside is so windy and rainy um which is not my favorite weather so I'm really happy that I'm inside right now so yeah so let's pretend that we're having a girls chat and let's go on with the episode so cyclical living is very it's very general actually it doesn't it just means that we are following some kind of cycle and it can be any kind of cycle. When we talk about um, cyclical living, it's really about slowing down and just becoming more aware of nature cycles, whether it is nature cycles meaning seasons or whether it is the the lunar phases, so the moon's phases, or whether it or it can also be the menstrual cycle, our own uh, natural cycle, the feminine cycle. And so it can mean many different things to many to, to different people, right? Because we're all different and also there are also different degrees um, at which which we can apply and implement cyclical living. Um, so 
Again, this all depends on your personal preferences, your background, your context, and what you're ready for as well. And so in general, cyclical living, it means that we live in awareness and in tune with our body's natural cycles or nature cycles. Um, just simple as that. <laughs> So when we talk about cycles and it means, you know, it can mean, as I said, it can be the moon's phases, it can be the seasons, it can be our own menstrual cycle. Um, the thing that is the most important to start with is always awareness. It's always that connection, establishing that connection with nature, with the moon or with your own body that helps you to develop more and more awareness so that you can really, really listen to um, what your body is saying, for example. And this is so important because when you connect with your body, and I have other episodes where I explain why it's important to connect with your body and I talk about different strategies to do that. So um, go back to those episodes if you want to dive deeper into that stuff. Um, but when we connect with our bodies, really, we are able to be really aware of what's going on and also, the more we listen, the more we can hear and the more also um, our body is going to communicate with us in a clear, clear way. Um, so, for example, this, is, this can mean that, you know, you don't feel like exhausted, but you feel a little bit tired and you're able to catch yourself when that's the case. And I don't know, maybe take a nap and make yourself feel better and more rested and refreshed just so you don't become exhausted. So this is what this is what is very important is to uh, catch the little signs, you know, without the body um, having to send you like super loud messages that you will understand for sure so this is it's it's very much about awareness and it's very much a journey it's not something that you learn and that's it once and for all it's done so it takes some patience and it takes also um constantly being connected with yourself and I know this is sometimes a frustrating process because it's easy especially I don't know I think in our society we're just so impatient um and we just I mean I'm the first one I I'm doing better now but I used to be super impatient and naturally I'm very impatient and we just want the solution the, the quick fix um the thing that will, will just solve the problem so we don't have to think about it anymore uh but there's no such thing really I don't think majority of the cases I just don't I don't think there's anything like that really that just solves the problem forever. I think there are things that can work for periods of time and then they stop working eventually and then we need to switch and then we can come back to that to that thing that was working again and it's going to work for us again. So this kind of awareness, as I said, takes patience, it's never perfect, it's always a work in progress, but I can guarantee you that it's so worthy and it's just so worth the effort, which by the way, effort is like, <laughs> quotes effort, is not real effort, it's a beautiful journey because you get to really know yourself and you get to um, really observe how you react, how, how you respond, how your body responds to different things going on externally and internally so 
cyclical living, it, it, you know, it sounds to me, the way that I can best describe it is to slow down so you can listen and you can respond. Because, for example, have you ever noticed if, you, if you're someone who tends to overthink, for example, or worry a lot or um, experience anxiety a lot, have you ever noticed how, like, how difficult it is to, um, to shift how you're feeling because you feel like everything is just going so fast? So, for example, in the case of overthinking, those thoughts in your mind, they're just so many and just so fast one after the other that in that like because it's so fast it's hard to snap out of that state of overthinking and it's hard to just calm yourself down and calm your mind right and so um this is for me cyclical living means that we are able to recognize when something like overthinking is going on it doesn't mean that's never going to happen again or anxiety is never going to happen again it means that when something like that happens it's going to we're going to be able to slow down just enough to shift how we're feeling to shift our thoughts and to shift our behaviors and our actions as well and to respond not react so so to respond meaning making a choice that choosing something different, choosing something better so that we can help ourselves and we can help the whole situation and everyone and everything involved. So it's about slowing down, I believe. And it's about, we can, it's about this thing as well. We can do it all. Yes. I'm, I'm firmly, like I firmly believe in this. We can do it all, but we can do it all. We cannot do it all at the same time. So everything has a time and a place. And I constantly have to remind myself of this as well. But cyclical living really teaches you. And by the way, I'm going to go more in the details of um, cycle thinking and seasons and all of that in a sec. But first, I wanted to really go a little bit deeper into just the topic of cyclical living um we can do it all but we cannot do it all at the same time I think there is even a quote about this but I can't remember who said this but essentially you know every we we we're cyclical beings so we function in phases we function in cycles in seasons so we're not meant to do it all have it all be it all at the same time and I think because in our society and especially women we try to do this at all at all the time like we want to do it all and be all have it all uh, at the same time all every single day I mean we we exhaust ourselves it becomes really exhausting and so it creates a lot of frustration um, even anger and it creates a lot of burnout ultimately or at least you know chronic fatigue exhaustion and all of that because we don't we're not very good <laughs> with the um, with patience and with you know respecting those cycles and seasons right because especially with technology I mean we're just used to having everything on demand you know just like with a click we can basically travel virtually to the other side of the world so of course it's hard for us to be patient of course it's hard for us to understand this but we're still humans and 
So we need to embrace this. I think this is the revolution. Um, so I really think this is the real revolution, especially for the way that women um, work, the way that women live, and just the attitude in general that they have towards themselves, towards anything going on in their life and other people. It's a revolution. Cyclical living is, it's not new. I, 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 it's really something that goes back if you think about like how uh, women, how uh, human communities used to live in the past. They were very much in tune with the natural cycles, with seasons and all of that. But now like we've kind of lost it. And I think it's the revolution to bring it back. And it's going to it's going to help us so much to stay away from burnout, to overcome burnout and to prevent it as well. And it's going to help you also recover from it if you um, if you are currently in a state of burnout. What has been causing so much burnout and what has been what is essentially the opposite of cyclical living for women is what we've been doing so far um, in general, you know, and the, the rhythm that we that we have adopted in general. So if you think about uh, if you think about it, we have essentially more of a daily schedule where we just schedule our life and our work and all our activities on a daily basis and day to day, week to week and month to month. We just, um, you know, we just expect ourselves to always have the same energy and to always perform at the same level we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be productive at the same um at the same level every single day and you know we just go it's really i think the core of our planning and scheduling is the day and this is not like completely wrong because it's still something important but it's also not exactly something that is great for women meaning what you saw in the title of this episode, <laughs> women are not small men. So what happened over time is that essentially because men were at the center of society and they have like they, they were for a long time. Um, so everything that is, you know, the external external world, um, a lot at least of the external world is um I, I would say men-centered. I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, but I, I, it's very masculine. So it is it fits perfectly with their cycle, which is a 24-hour cycle um, that they typically that they typically have that is it's basically it revolves around their own hormones. And it makes total sense for them. And it's just, it works great for them, right? Because they have like from the morning, they have this rise, this increase of testosterone and cortisol. And then this, these two hormones, they just go up and up and up until they reach a peak and then they come down at, at night. Um, and this is typically what our cortisol levels um, as well, um, what our cortisol is also supposed to do uh, for women. But with the problem with how women have been living and working and scheduling and doing all these things is that they've been just focusing on that daily cycle and they've completely been ignoring their menstrual cycle, which that is happening all the time, yet we're like women in general, they're just suppressing it, ignoring it, pretending it's not there. Um, they're just 
doing all that they can to to do as if they didn't have a period when they do have a period. So um, they find it so inconvenient that they suppress it, you know? And I don't know, maybe this is your case or maybe you know people like other women who are doing this, um, but it's really something that we've been doing for a long time. And that that's also because our period has been considered disgusting and, you know, something to be kept secret and not talk about it uh, for a long long time and I just I, re I really believe this is at the core of a lot of problems around burnout um, energy levels productivity levels dissatisfaction unfulfillment disconnection in general that women experience um, and it's really because we haven't paid attention and we haven't um, really worked with our bodies we've worked against our bodies we've we've completely ignored our menstrual cycle which is actually something that affects us so much more than we know that we realize um because so for example um well i already talked about the different phases by the way i have an episode uh, all about the menstrual cycle and the different phases so i'm not going to talk about these um in this podcast so i don't repeat myself but um, it's really important that you acknowledge that you, for sh of course, um, you know, we when we live like as if we were small men, so we want to do life and work and everything as if we were men following that kind of cycle, we basically, it can, we we essentially just believe that every single day is supposed to be the same. And this is absolutely not possible for a woman because biologically, physiologically, um, chemically, our bodies are different every single day. And that's because of our hormones. And that's because we also function on a 28-day cycle, which by the way can be more than that, but let's call it that way. Um, we function on a monthly cycle. And so of course, when our estrogen, progesterone, and all of those hormones, when they change, when they change, they also cause changes in our mood, our creativity, our productivity, um, our, you know, uh, how much we feel like we want to socialize, how much introverted um, we feel how much extroverted we feel and so on and so forth so that idea that every single day is supposed to be the same and we are supposed to perform the same and just you know show up in the same way with the same amount of energy and drive and all of that every single day is just flawed it's just wrong for women to do that and it's basically the opposite of cyclical living so behaving this way acting like men in everything that we do for various reasons we have com done completely the opposite of cyclical living and cyclical living as I said in the beginning it means that we are listening to our bodies we are connected with ourselves and our emotions we are in tune with nature we're in tune with ourselves and we are so aware of, of what's going on, we're listening, and we choose, we make choices, and we respond based on that. So it's, you can see it's a totally different approach, and that's a much more effective one um, 
because then this is how you can really do it all. This is how you can do it all because you give everything that you do a time and a place that it's more um, that is perfect for that specific activity. So going back to the menstrual cycle, for example, trying to do your admin work, for example, when you are ovulating is really is going to be really really hard the simple reason for this is that admin work is something that you know requires you to be a little bit slow you know like slow down and just focus all by yourself and do those things right typically well in during ovulation phase that kind of work is not something that's going to sound it's going to sound terrible to do because during ovulation you you will feel more social and more outward and more like you want to do things because you have higher energy levels so trying to do admin work during ovulation is not really going to work well for you doesn't mean you can't do it you can you just have to give it the right time and place. And this is how what, what cyclic living means. It means giving everything its time and place um, and listening to what's going on and adapt from there. Another thing that I wanted to talk about when it comes to cyclical living is that very often it is perceived as something fluffy and something that is not really based on science. It's like... Um, a practice that comes from I don't know like um, ancient it's an ancient practice that it's not that we don't do anymore because in the modern time we don't need all of that anymore so this, this is the perception and this is also um, how I felt about it in the beginning I was like oh yeah this is just weird stuff that I don't want to get into um but honestly, it's absolutely not true. There is so much science behind it. it there's just so much evidence behind it. The, and actually, yeah, so there's so much science. I'm going to share a couple of facts with you about this. Um, so one that is always mind-blowing wherever I mention this to my clients or in a conversation with women on Meetup or whatever in my community, they're always like blown away by this because they didn't know. Um, and so the first fact, science fact, is that, you know, when you've probably thought about this before, but um, during your menstrual phase, you feel like it's the worst time to make decisions because you feel very moody and sometimes maybe you feel even grumpy and you're very emotional. So you're like, yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, make any important decision at this time because it's not the best time right I can be very rational and logical so that's how we generally feel about it and actually the the scientific truth is that during our menstrual phase our left and right parts of the brain are the most connected and this is actually the best time for us to make important decisions um and this is essentially, it's, it's a big misconception that it's not the best time. It is the best time to make decisions um, in the whole month. And it's actually the reason why we feel like it's not the best time. It's because it creates, it, this specific type of connection between the, the right and left part of our brain um, makes us be more intuitive. So the kind of we are more intuitive at that time and we're not we don't learn how to trust our intuition as women we are taught that 
we need to make decisions and live and behave um, strictly based on logic. And so strictly based on, you know, um, reason and being rational, um, which of course is important, but intuition is equally as important. And honestly, for women, we are very, very intuitive and we're wired to be intuitive because we are wired to make babies. If you think about it, our whole system, our whole body is made to create life, to give life and to care for a baby. Um, and this means that we're highly intuitive so we can be um, amazing caretakers of our babies and we can keep them safe and away from danger. So it all makes sense. It all makes sense when you when you look at this stuff um, with, you know, under a different light. And there is a lot of science behind cyclical living and how we can harness the different phases of our menstrual cycle. Another big misconception is that during our period, we are supposed to feel, um, we're supposed to have terrible cramps and be in pain and be extremely moody and emotional. And actually the pain, especially the pain, um, is the excruciating pain, isn't something that's supposed to happen. <laughs> um, so it is it is generally considered as normal and just, you know, oh, it's just, it's just what happens. But it's actually not the truth. Um, scientifically and medically as well, um, a lot of um, menstrual pain and, you know, a lot of, in general, cramps, really painful cramps during uh, menstruation, it actually means that there is a lot of inflammation in our body and our uterus also there's a lot of stress and contraction because the pain typically comes from our uterus and the inflammation around it and both are caused um so a tight muscle a tight uterus um and also a very contracted uterus and also all the inflammation around it both of these things are um the cause of both of these things is stress. So um, I, for example, have noticed in my clients as well that um, when I have a more stressful month um, or I've experienced a little bit more stress than the month before, then my period, my next period is going to be a little bit more painful. And it's never been, it's never excruciating for me at this point. I've had some very painful periods when I was in high school. And by the way, totally made sense because it was a very stressful time of my life. Um, but currently, I don't, I don't know what pain is almost um, during my period. That's because I keep, I manage my stress very well at this point, and this is it, you know. So it's really due to stress. So your period is not supposed to be super painful. Um, this is actually not the norm, even if it is largely believed to be the norm. The first feedback or comment that I hear from my clients or um, new people that I meet and you know when I tell them about what I do, um, the first thing that I hear from them is that oh but we should learn this stuff in school you know and especially for those women who have tried this approach or those women who um, are diving into this and finding out about all the facts and learning about this during the learning process, it's mind-blowing to them that 
they didn't learn this stuff when they were teenagers or young girls. And honestly, it is mind-blowing to me too because this would just make our life so much easier to just, you know, from the beginning, accept that our body functions this way and just go with it and work with it instead of against it. And as I was saying, instead of pretending that our body is like the body of a man, it is absolutely not. There are many things that are that we have in common, for sure, but we function in a different way. So treating ourselves um, as if we were small men, um, it just doesn't make sense anymore, especially with everything that we know. Um, it just doesn't make sense. And so this is why I'm very, very, this is why I wanted to make this episode about cyclical living, because as I said, this is the the revolution I see. And this is um, actually very timely because this week, um, Monday this week, it was International Women's Day. And I went live inside my Facebook community um, to talk about the what the big, what the a real act of activism, let's call it that way, um, could be right now for women. And from my point of view, from how, where I see things, it, it can be this. It can be that we finally embrace cyclical living and we stop um, treating our body in a way that just isn't helpful. You know, it just, it does nothing for us to live and work and schedule and plan and do things the way that we've been doing them so far it only creates insane amounts of stress for us and pressure and also comparison it just puts us in a position where we we don't feel our best and we don't perform our best it's just impossible so yeah so this is a revolution so I really encourage you to go and check out the episode number five um, here on the Empower and Flow podcast. It's um, The title is Understanding Your Menstrual Cycle for More Flow, Energy and Productivity. Go listen to that episode and really listen to you know the different phases and what um, they're for, what happens in the different phases of our cycle and what is best for us to do during those phases so we can do it all without trying to do it all at the same time and exhausting ourselves essentially. Um, so that episode is really going to help you with implementing, um, with implementation of cyclical living and I don't know. I this stuff. I absolutely love this. So if you go and then you try it, please, please let me know how you feel about it, how you go with it, and your experience, your takeaways. I would just love to hear all about that. And if you're looking for more support on the topic of cyclical living, if you really want to um, get started with it or maybe go deeper with it, then I highly suggest that you check out the Flow Collective, which is my group coaching program where I take women in community. Um, I take them through this journey. We learn a lot together. We build so much awareness around our bodies, how we function, our emotions, how to really embrace our nature and our cyclical nature and use it to our advantage so harness the power of it so um for more feminine flow of course and more balance and just more harmony um and so yeah so check the details check out the details of the flow collective in the show notes and if you i also have other ways that you can work with me if um, you feel called to do so i would love to help as many women as i can with this stuff because as i said 
it's the revolution and yeah so check out everything in the show notes and that's it for this episode it was amazing to record a new episode today um it felt it feels really really good to be back on the podcast and i will see you in the next episode bye thank you for listening to this episode of the empower and flow podcast If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave your rating and review. This would help us reach more women and change the way we live and work to experience more growth, flow, and fulfillment. See you in the next episode. Big hug, Francesca.